Hello again, Promise Scholars. Megan Byard Caraba here. Uh, welcome. Today we have segment three of our Muskegon Area Promise know-how tips, tools, and tricks. And today's uh, topic is by the numbers and what we know about our Promise Scholars, about you all, uh, and what we have to offer you. What we know with our recent Promise Scholars uh, in those who have studied locally uh, here at either Muskegon Community College or Baker College is quite a bit. Uh, last year, I had mentioned that we had served 443 students. This year, it's even greater, well over 560. Uh, but last year, when we were in the mid-400s, we had some really great stats to think about uh, and to know about and to share with you all. We had um, just under $4,000 as our average Promise Award. Uh, as you may recall, the Promise Award is last dollar. So many of our students receive other assistance. Maybe that is a Pell Grant or our TIP Grant from the state of Michigan or other financial aid that helps. And so uh, our average grant for our students, what we're noting is just under $4,000. We have 10% of our Promise Scholars who actually have attended the Tech Center and have um, really learned about cool and sustainable and trending career opportunities through our tech center and ex are extending that into their college experience as well. Uh, a perfect example is 35% of our Promise Scholars are studying and are interested in programs and careers in health sciences. And health sciences is one of our largest and most popular program at the tech center. Uh, but even for students who never attended the Tech Center, we have a huge amount of our Promise Scholars looking to study and to become involved in our health sciences um, career opportunities. 80% of our Promise Scholars, to include many of you, have plans to transfer to a university after their two years uh, have been completed utilizing their Promise Award. I mentioned earlier uh, in some of our podcasts that we have increased numbers for this year and uh, one of the new pieces that we're seeing that's incredible is 89% of Promise Scholars from last year are returning for this year. That is unheard of um, when it, you think about matriculation to a second year at a community college. Uh, and so we're super proud and super uh, excited to be able to serve students for that second year in a row um, in utilizing the Promise Award as they finish up some of their credentials or their degrees uh, that they are interested in. What we know based on our really strange 2020 and our pandemic uh, issues that we are seeing is um, some interesting data. Uh, about college enrollment, about college persistence, and it just leads to the conversation with you all about you're in good company, okay? What we know about our pandemic and college enrollment is that 40% of our students who graduated in 2020 never made a decision at the end of their senior year on where they wanted to go. 
and 12% reported that they were planning to change their mind uh, if they did make a decision. 52% had reported that a parent was laid off or lost a job or furloughed. And so all kinds of decisions were just up in the air and being juggled as we rolled out our spring and even into summer months. What we also know is many of our students are taking gap years just to try to figure that out. So um, what I want to make sure you all know is that that's okay, right? Uh, As we look to the promise and staying local to help fill um, some of the unknown, we are super proud to be able to do that for you. What we know in good company with our community college is that it is just that. It's a great place to start. It's a great place to begin your path, to uh, be able to take general ed courses perhaps that can transfer to a university later. Muskegon Community College has been named the number one community college in the state uh, in recent years. And we know that 52% of bachelor's degree holders started life at a community college. So more than half of anybody you know with a bachelor's degree from a university has community college experience. So we're definitely in good company for those of you who are planning to attend our community college. And Baker College is also um, not an exception to being in good company. One of the things that we know about Baker's um, success is they have incredible fields that provide opportunity and recognition for their students um, in a career aspect. For example, Baker College has recently received some much deserved recognition um, as the being the top spot in the Michigan RN program ranking. RN is a registered nurse. So Baker was recently highlighted as the best RN program in the entire state, right? They have testing scores and program um, opportunities that are beating out the likes of Western, of Michigan, of Michigan State. Guys, they have rose to the challenge of some of our health science fields and are doing so with our Promise Scholars also there. Uh, So we're super excited about some of the good company that we have here locally uh, for opportunities. As a student, when you're thinking of what can I use my Promise dollars on and for, and we think of the educational paths, there really are three buckets. One, many of you, I mentioned 80% are in the market for a bachelor's degree. You're gonna start out local, you're gonna take general ed credits and transfer them on to a university. That is certainly a opportunity and a transfer bound track that many of you are uh, participating in. There's also an associate's degree that many of you might be working towards that will be um, work ready, right? It might be in a, a high demand, Um, field that will allow you to receive your associate's degree after two years and head right into the world of work. And lastly, the third bucket is also a work-ready path, and that's a a certificate or a license. Again, hot and trending and sustainable work uh, in fields that are offered uh, here locally uh, that might even be less than two years of time uh, of study before you're work-ready. So whatever the path is, uh, is definitely for you uh, 
to choose and to explore while you're here studying locally and to make sure that you are taking advantage of that path to a degree that the the promise offers. So some bottom line nuts and bolts about what we know with our Promise Award. Uh, I mentioned there are three buckets, three perhaps different degree paths uh, that students can participate in. And one of the biggest things to remember is that you do need to be degree seeking. So at either institution, Baker or MCC, you will be asked to choose a path, right? What is that degree that you are going for? Uh, Oftentimes, students who attend a community college might be guest students. They may be a a registered and enrolled degree-seeking student at Michigan State coming home for the summer uh, to take a class and then transferring back to Michigan State. And those students are considered guest students. Uh, Unfortunately, the promise is not an opportunity for guest students. So we do need to be degree-seeking here locally. You also will need to successfully complete uh, your college coursework um, based on the academic progress your college uh, sets out. So it's called SAP, Satisfactory Academic Progress. Uh, You'll need to make sure you're maintaining a certain grade point average, that you're not dropping classes left and right, uh, and that you are on time for graduation. So please pay attention to some of that. Um, so that you don't lose your Promise eligibility. All of our Promise Scholars uh, have a scholarship opportunity that will expire four years from graduation, high school graduation. So I mentioned some students are taking a gap year. That's okay. There's still three years left of the Promise, right? Some students go away to school and it, it goes terrible and they have to come back that's great. We still have the promise there to help. So four years from high school graduation, your award will expire. I mentioned also the scholarship is last dollar, right? We do make sure that everything comes first free uh, from our state or federal government and the promise is meeting any unmet cost that is not covered by that other aid. If our students don't use their entire award that's offered to them, that money stays in our investment accounts and it benefits really the longevity of our program. It's our sustainability uh, method that will help future years, future scholars, and to make sure that our promise can continue on year after year. Every year we also ask for your release and your permission and your acceptance. So um, those of you who are receiving your Promise Award this year, you know you've accepted July 1 hit and our books are now closed for the year. Uh, But that will be true if you are a returning student uh, for next year or the year after, right? It's a, a mandatory acceptance and permission every year. Think of it like the FAFSA, a new FAFSA every year, a new promise acceptance every year. So the bottom line and what what free really means with your two years of tuition-free opportunity here locally is um, the value of the award. And I mentioned this a little bit last week when I talked about how to use your award wisely. Um, Our value of our promise award is based on the cost to obtain an associate's degree. 
and the associate's degree remember is 62 credits so what we look at each year is the value up to 31 credits per year and one additional contact hour. Uh, so that will um, be the calculation, if you will, for your full award. Anything that's exploratory or includes a fee um, that might be larger than your typical technology infrastructure or registration fee may not be covered by the promise. So you really want to talk to financial aid staff to find out if it's covered before you go ahead and enroll in that class. Your books and your material fees are not expected to be fully covered by the promise. Everyone receives a very small stipend, uh, but it's certainly not enough to cover your entire expenses for those books and materials. So please make sure you're looking um, to find other aid, you have a savings account or something that you can lean on a little bit for some of those expenses. And remember the value of our scholarship is based on in-county tuition rates. So um, the greater majority of our Promise Scholars do live in county and receive a discount to attend um, our community college based on a tax that's paid um, through their household just by where they live in the county line. Some of our students, however, living in Ottawa County or Nuego County or even Oceana County are not residents that pay a tax to the community college. And so they are charged a, a higher rate to attend. Um, so we still have a Promise Award for everybody. It's still valued at the exact same amount. It's just used differently or perhaps faster if they are a student living out of county. So those are some of the nuances to think about on what we know um, with our Promise Award. Next week, I'm going to reiterate again and do a repeat podcast of how to use your award wisely. Uh, so please tune in again uh, as we look to wrap up the weeks just prior to the fall semester starting. I hope you find that some of this information is helpful. I use, remember, the PowerPoint that I created and sent out a few weeks ago to everybody uh, as my guide. So if you'd like to refer back to that PowerPoint, uh, please do so uh, and find that in your emails. Thank you so very much. Um, I uh, have been uh, trying to come up with unique ways to get you the information. I hope this works. And stay tuned next week for more information again on how to use your award wisely. That's it for now.